This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at the Library Studios up in Glenshaw. Our producer, Ben Stonium, is here with us on site. Hmm. John, hi. I just want to share something before we get started. Okay. Before we get into the real nitty gritty of a very well thought out and uh, a show that we've sunk a lot of prep time into. For sure. Spill your. Hey, this is a safe place, man. <laughs> Spill. I'm here. I got you. So uh, at my new job, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, there's I'm, there's a lot of training. So then we go from uh, training and we all take bathroom breaks at the same time. Cool. And I've been able to reconnect with a bit I've been doing since middle school. Mm. Okay, ready? So here's the bit. You go to pee in one of the stalls. Right. Oh, I think I know what's coming. Right, right. But you're kind of, you're like not really even peeing. You just hide in there for someone to open the door. <laughs> and when they do, you go, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Okay, that's a good one. I'll tell you what, people love it. Really? No. Yeah. They hate it. Okay, I thought you were going to do the thing where you go bare-assed at the urinal. That's a like great a bit, kid. too. I like that That's one. That's a really good bit. Uh, where was I recently? I think I was at a wedding somewhere or something, and I, w- I did multiple times. I did the, like, go up to the urinal. Oh, it fell in the water again. <laughs> I always like that one. I'm glad that you were able to do the show because you've been training really hard. Mm. You look a little tired. I'm a little tired myself. I ran a little half marathon. Daddy ran 13.1 miles. Are you proud of me? I am very proud of you. I I saw the 13.1 full rear window decal you right. had installed this week. I actually had it week. carved into my... I carved it into my car. How do we feel about the 13.1 or the 26.2 stick? Here's the thing. The 13.1 is like... Come on. Nah, dog. Yeah, nah, dog. 26.2? It's the perfect amount. Right. Here's how I feel, though. You got to be f-ing crazy to run a real full marathon. Also, you have to be crazy enough. It's a, okay. It's fifty percent crazy, and it's fifty percent. I am going through something, a psychological rift. Right. Maybe I'm having a brutal divorce, and I need a new personality. Yeah, because old me isn't working anymore, right. and now I'm the marathon person. Well, li- yeah. Whew. Well, listen. I mean, I'm by no means an okay person, right? <laughs> But even me, that only gets you so far. That only got me to 13.1. I maybe could have done another mile, but dude, 26.2, I don't know how people do it. I'm never going to do that. That's not good for you. Let's just come out out and say it, right? That can't be good for you. Did you eat during the the race? I sucked down on one of those goo packets, right? Those are good. Okay. Those are never as good as they are when you're like on mile 10 and you're like, oh my God, man. Right, right. Otherwise, you feel like you're eating toothpaste, but right. man, it, it was hitting. You're like, I would eat this out of an old shoe yeah, right now. It was, it was hitting. To. Uh, yeah, you see a lot at the 
at the race, you know, people getting ready at the finish line, everybody doing their thing. A thing that annoys me. And I'm a, I think you know this about me. And this is one of the reasons why I think we're friends. We're pro shirtless around here. We promote not Let's having just, a shirt. Let's, let me go on the record yeah. right now. F- shirts. F- shirts, right? We've been saying that for a long time. Dumb as hell. A social construct. Right. However, I'm completely the opposite when it comes to uh, marathon distance running and an organized thing. I feel like you should wear a shirt. You've completely lost your way. You think so? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there were some hardos not wearing not wearing shirts, right? I'm like, where do you put your number? On your shorts. Yeah, they had them on their shorts. How many costumes did you see? I didn't see any costumes. A lot of like bugle horns, people like with like old marching band horns, which scare you. Yeah, um, just run with your phone at that point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I went Don't no drag phone. me into this. I went no phone. Do you run with music? No. Me neither. All Can right. I tell you why I don't? Why? And I've I've started to like get it as I've gotten older. Mm. My high school cross country coach. I ran high school for two years. Yeah. And, uh, my high school cross country coach was like, he used to go on these things where he'd be like, someone, some you know, a new kid would be like, hey, I brought my Walkman, and he's like, give it to me. They're like, uh, okay, and he's like, I'll give it to you at the end of practice. And it's mm. like, well, why can't I have it? It's like, it's like, do you think the best Kenyan distance runners run with music? Right. And the simple, uh, of course they don't. Right. Yeah, Any, because serious people don't do that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, this is what's wrong with American distance running. What are you listening to, Radiohead? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he should have, he should have dogged the kids for their choices. Right. Oh, a third eye blind? Yeah, cool. cool. Give it to me right now. Yeah. No apologies. I'm with that. Speaking of apologies, Tad. Okay. We got one. The city of Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we got a big apology from Le'Veon Bell. Did you see that? I didn't, but you put in the rundown, Le'Veon Bell and a bug's life, and I was like, this is either, I guess this must be the most complicated fever dream bit we've mm. ever attempted on the show. Right. But Well, first let me let me start just by saying to Le'Veon, it's too late to apologize. <laughs> it's too late. He did apologize, didn't he? Yeah. I was too hurt to read it. It's like getting a text from your ex like four years later. It's like, we've both moved on. Who is this for? Is this for you? What is this? Yeah. So Le'Veon Bell, trying to keep himself in the news, I guess. I guess the rap career isn't going too well. He's Uh, trying to make art, John. Yeah. He could open, he could do a honky tonk. I would actually welcome that. Yeah, I would actually welcome that but uh he yeah he apologized to steeler nation says he should have stayed in pittsburgh and i mean only like financially and for his chances of making the hall of fame like those are those are the only things like keeping him here when i was a kid i used to have that like skewed and two i guess in some cases it worked out like you ignore the ones where it doesn't but like man when a steeler leaves they they go to their next team and they get paid and then they suck not kevin green yeah i'm thinking about yancey thigpen I remember, like, after he like took some money in free agency, Tennessee, Tennessee, and then like, I don't think I ever remember he, he would he was forever he was perpetually on crutches every time we on the sideline like in a Titans hoodie every time we played like do you ever remember seeing him play as a Titan? No. Yeah. Um, he probably beat the Steelers in like one of those critical playoff like the Dwayne Washington offside on the field oof. goal. Um, so Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell apologized, and now he's part of a a group of current and retired prominent running backs who are trying to 
sort of make some noise about maybe, look, the position has been devalued over the years. It's not it's just not a thing that teams want to pay for. Uh, I heard an analogy today on the on Sports Talk Radio, someone talking about they're like cars, right? They're like depreciating assets. Boy, that's that's pretty rough if you're a running back and you've dedicated your life to, to the sport. But in any case, it's not working out, right? So Le'Veon Bell with a nuance to take here. Do you remember the movie A Bug's Life, 1998? I do because like all, <laughs> I don't want to say great movies, but... It was one of those movies, A Bug's Life, came out concurrently with the movie Ants. Right, and it was like, what the f*** what the f- going on here? Like uh, yeah. Dante's Peak and uh, whatever that other volcano movie yeah. was. Like an Armageddon and right. Deep Impact. Yes. Right, right, right. Yes. yes. Okay, so for, for some reason they did that with an animated insect movie. Mm-hmm. And Ants was like kind of the Rolling Stones to A Bug's Life <laughs> Beatles. If yeah, I remember, like the like, animation was, it was grittier. Right. It was sort of like. The leads were on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Le'Veon Bell talking about a bug's life as it relates to, you know, this situation with running backs. And I'll just, uh, I'll just read you some of the tweets. Disney, a long time ago, parentheses 1998, taught me a valuable lesson about sticking together. Go watch a bug's life. It'll put in perspective the running back market. The running backs are the ants. I'm Flick, the inventive ant. I took all the damage from the grasshoppers, owners. Bro, 10 million is nothing compared to what the grasshoppers make. It's literally not even 1%, bro, but they're making money off running back jersey sales. Make it make sense. It seems like a lot, but at the same time, it's not. Once Flick helped the other ants realize that there are more of us, ants, than it is of them, grasshoppers, owners. <coughs> you, you follow me? You getting this? <laughs> they finally <laughs> defeated the grasshoppers. Ants are strong as f- together. Very weak when they are individuals. Okay. Uh, first off, <laughs> okay. first of all, ants are like proportionately like the strongest creature on earth. They can lift like, you know, 10 times their body right. weight or whatever. Second off, did you make this up? Are you making this up? This is all real. This is real. Yeah. Okay. And he goes on. But seriously, disregard everything I said though, if and only if you haven't seen A Bug's Life or don't remember, because none of this will make sense at all otherwise. Right. It's right. so cogent yeah. when you've seen it as um, I have. In 2017 and 2018, I was the lone ant. I was Flick. It was literally only me. (laughs) Fast forward six years later, and now you have multiple ants trying to fight against the grasshoppers. Does he think he's the first person to ever hold out for a contract? He does, quite clearly, yes. And he thinks that he is Flick? He's Flick. Let me tell you something about Flick, all right? Flick never turned his back on his anthill, so... Truth bomb. Right? I don't know, man. (laughs) I'm calling bullshit on that. And I've just watched A Bug's Life... Multiple times recently, as you know, I have young children at home. Uh, the main lead grasshopper played by Kevin Spacey. Uh, what? Yeah, Elaine is the uh, uh, Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus is is the queen. Imagine, imagine Le'Veon thinks he's flick. That's, yeah, that's a bridge too far for me. I just don't understand where he's like, man. Certainly, there must be something like this in cinema. I've got it. Yeah, a bug's life. <laughs> right, the nineteen ninety nine classic. Yeah. Ugh. Don't bring a bug's life into this, Lev. <laughs> it please. was a commentary on... <laughs> right. He's going deep. It's like, yeah. John, I'm going to watch a bug's life. Okay, good. So that I can relate not only to Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. and the plight of NFL running backs. No, that's... I mean, that's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only reason to watch I'm going to do it. Here, Okay, here's what they should do. They should remake a bug's life, but like really ham-fistedly... 
like about football. So like, <laughs> we're playing the grasshoppers at the end of the rainy exactly, season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, 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 right. It's the longest yard meets a bug's life. Right. And the meets uh, like a Steinbeck novel. <laughs> meets the, the grapes of wrath. The yeah. ants team, they have like 20,000 players. <laughs> so to get to the top of the depth chart, like you really have to be elite. Right. Yeah. At your position. And you should get paid. God damn it. And this that's is so what Le'Veon Bell <laughs> yeah. is saying, John. We're all ants. Uh, well, you'll never believe this, Ted. Wiz Khalifa recently threw out the first pitch at a pirate game. Wow. And he did it while being very high and on mushrooms. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> what? Wow. So cool. Wow. I guess the the thing that I don't like about that is like just pay tribute to Doc Ellis right. the real way by doing dangerous, unregulated drugs. And yeah. I'm not saying mushrooms you get from your buddy that lives in Washington. Dude, he's PA bringing mushrooms regulated. He, yeah. They're not. He bought those from a store in California and took them on a plane. And but like, no, dude, right. buy some street acid. <laughs> From a okay. woman in the stands. Right. From a person that is quite of questionable moral character. I think they should have made him like pitch a simulated game. Take right? a bunch of speed. Yeah. And you can watch the pirate game, but in the bullpen, Wiz is throwing a simulated game, like a full game. Like, right. I want 100 pitches. Right. right? right. You can throw one pitch high. Anyone can do that. He's get, he gets like a tee shot in his in his elbow. Right. Like after the fourth inning. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could. They're like, you have to finish yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm old. I think Wiz is maybe even older than me. And like when I saw that that was a story, I'm like, grow up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like, it's the middle of July. The pirates suck. Can you just wave the towel, throw the pitch, and I don't know. I think it it's just on, feels trite. It feels played out. Like, we the, get it. Wiz Khalifa's high all the time. Shocker. You did it high. Cool. The Pirates wanted that. The Pirates wanted to be, like, the cool parent who's like, who's like hey, you guys want to have a couple Coors Lights in right. the basement? Just, just don't do it drive. Here. Just don't drive. I don't, don't care where drive. you do it, right? Right? You've got to stay over. Right. All right. Braden, I'll be upstairs if you need anything. Okay. All right, big guy. All right. Hey, have fun. Everybody have fun. Okay, that's what this is about. This is the best years of your life. Stick together. <laughs> Got a Bug's Life on DVD yeah. down there. <laughs> Throw it in. Check yeah. it out. So, yeah. This is where we are. Well, John, dust off your jerk rag because Jets fans will be treated to their team on HBO's Hard Knocks this Ooh. year. Did you see that? I heard about it. Break your stiff jerk rags over your knee. Microwave your jerk rag. <laughs> For those that don't know, because uh, this is a Pittsburgh podcast. Um, right. What the New York Jets do, the New York football Jets, their fan base, um, we have the terrible towel. Classic. Classic. Uh, soft, cotton, polyester blend. Mm -hmm. um, Two-tone. Two-tone. Um, but yeah, the Jets... Ha they ask all their fans. I think Fireman Ed started this. Mm -hmm. uh, it's your jerk <laughs> rag. Oh, bring it out. Wave it around. So they encourage all fans to bring bring your jerk rag. Their linens. Their jerk rags, if you will. Jerk means something different in New York. Right. We're not actually sure. We're not sure what it is. So anyway. Jerk rag. 
So I was New uh, York. <laughs> New York. Yeah, we don't we don't care. We're tough. Thin pizza. Jerk I, rags. I take my jerk rag to the ballpark. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Uh, I was texting with my buddy who's a Jets fan, mm. and he's like, he's really not happy that the Jets are going to be on hard knocks. Mm. Of course, the Jets are going to be on hard knocks, though, because they've got Aaron Rodgers. And I think, unlike the Steelers, I, I feel like sometimes in hard knocks, I'm like, man, the Steelers are shielding us from fun. Like, wouldn't we have all this? Wouldn't we have so much fun watching the Steelers on here? Mm. And, like, maybe, kind of, but. You also run the risk of terribly overexposing your franchise, yeah. the players and coaches therein, and like the toxic and awful culture in which you exist. Could be tough. Like when huge, like the Hugh Jackson Browns hard knocks. That was a bad one. It was like, man, th- this guy he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was. It was bad. Yeah. He is. Uh, uh, like, I really liked the. Was last year Mike McCarthy in the Cowboys? That one was awesome. That was enough Pittsburgh years for me. Ago. Uh, I still say this all the time. McCarthy. When he, you know, McCarthy's <laughs> like, it's it's one of the early meetings in the season, and he's like, okay, last year that f- sucked, right? All right, listen, get get it, get at. I'm f- f- last year. He goes, Charlie, f- around. He don't work here no more. <laughs> High school Harry. High school Harry. Get his ass out the door. <laughs> and dude, I'm not kidding you. When he did that, I immediately was like jettisoned back to like Greenfield Cougar football yeah, being right. eight years old and being like this is a big grown man yelling at me make like I'm afraid I don't know why he's mad mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw a ball around with my friends right. I thought he was my uh, uh, wait a second I know his son yeah <laughs> I've been to his house why is he screaming right. in my face Charlie f- around <laughs> but I can't wait till my son is old enough for me to be like hey Charlie f- around get no I'm just kidding that might be yeah <laughs> Five? Yeah. Six? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of cool. So my buddy is like really fearful of like of how it's going to go. Like the Aaron Rodgers experiment in right. New York, hard knocks aside. Man, don't you just got to be like, fuck it at this point? Yeah, get bring on hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers, just it's going to be a circus, right? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I'm rooting so, so hard against yeah. the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. And, you know... I'm rooting against people from New York. So my buddy laid out this, and he's like a diehard Jets fan. He 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 loves the Jets. Uh, so he's got this this 0-4 scenario. He's like, if we get reamed at the first home game, the fans and media are going to torch him. He'll in turn call his own fan base toxic and say some dumb shit like, I don't play for them. Ooh. Then there will be a slew of social media posts where he escapes to that f- affluent cave for meditation and he literally ghosts the team for three games mm. that's my own four scenario i think it's poised to be a very interesting hard knocks because of the zach wilson aaron Rodgers thing aaron Rodgers is a total f-ing asshole right. but the problem is and this is a big problem hard knocks it humanizes people and it makes you like them you think it's going to make you like aaron Rodgers? very few people you watch on Hard Knocks and you're like, nope, that guy still sucks. Mm. Very few people. Obviously, I'm going to watch Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah. Every episode. It's great. Because yeah. it, it really, it fills the void of like, 
you're getting ramped up for football. They nail it with the timing of it. You're like, we, talk, we talked about this last yeah, year. You're like, timed. you're so hungry for football content. And even though it's like not Steeler stuff, you can burn out and like nauseate yourself on like Steeler beat writer, mm-hmm. like mailbag. I just like read all the mailbags and I'm like, right. yeah, <laughs> is, is there, are they going to bring in a running back that could take some touches from right. third down back from like, uh, Jalen Warren? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm going to watch it. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers is force-fed, overexposes himself. He has no support system. It's going to be like... <laughs> that's gonna be that's like too play. much. That's too much. He's going to turn Hard Knocks into like Black Mirror. It's going to be like... Yeah, day one he goes in there, he's like, anybody who doesn't put this under their tongue <laughs> is a f***ing loser. Yeah. I don't know. If there's a website I could, do, I could go to to like donate now for like... New York sports media members to ask like the hardest questions. <laughs> yeah. I, I would take out a second mortgage yeah. to do something like that yeah, because he's got to get look. He's he's got to get crushed. He's got to get what's coming to him. Yeah, and I was a guy that I held on as long as I could. I kind of liked Aaron Rodgers for a while there, but it's indefensible. All right, it's that time of year as well, Tad, for the Pittsburgh City Papers best of Pittsburgh voting. Tell you what, nothing brings the city together across all ages, creeds, any demographic you can think of mm. than to get together and scream at the city paper <laughs> online about Good. how they got it wrong. Right. Even though it's 100% a a reader vote. <laughs> right. Driven thing. That's not going to stop me for sliding into the DMs of some underpaid sad sap at the city paper yeah. to tell them personally that they suck. And they're wrong. They got it horribly wrong. Yeah. So with that in mind, we were not nominated for best <laughs> podcast, so I guess the whole f-ing thing has been delegitimized. This is a charade, right? Why? So I guess I want to ask you. Let's go meta here for a minute. We're playing it fast and loose on this episode. Okay. Why do you think that is? Why do, Why didn't we get nominated, Tad? What aren't we doing right? It's because we don't have a name, isn't it? It's. I knew it. We should have called it the Insurrection Podcast. Oh, my God. I should have seen from 10 miles away. <laughs> this is all a setup to get back to some Insurrection. <laughs> we could spell it like Yin's Space Erection. No, okay, now that wasn't pitched when we, at the well, onset I've, of this. I've been up late thinking about it many a night's. <laughs> Over the past year. Okay. We left a lot of good shit out on the table. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. All right, look. I'll agree to it. If it's spelled that way, which is great, and the logo, it's a like a silhouette. Not a silhouette, but like it's a, what are they, like an overexposed picture of Jack Lambert's face. Okay. He's toothless. And then in the gap between his teeth, it says, F*** you. <laughs> okay. Right? All right. Right? So some, it's subtle. Or how about this? It's a picture of uh, like Jonas Salk holding up a vial. Yes. In which one could assume is the polio vaccine. But inside the vial of the okay. polio vaccine is a little bit of like writing and it says, F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we could do a whole line of these, right? Andy yeah. Warhol. Yeah. On the couch, right. laying back in a supine <laughs> semi-fowler position, and his feet Sexually, are up, yeah. and on his shoe, written very small, like on a grain of rice that you'd 
pay someone at the beach to mm. write Christopher on. Mm. Keep it a little vile. It states quite clearly. F- you. <laughs> Mr. Rogers with a child <laughs> on his lap, right? Okay. And just on the nape of the child's neck as he's looking down. <laughs> the child. The child's wounded. Uh, maybe he has like a broken leg or something. It's a wounded child. And on the child's neck, it says in clear script, cursive, F*** you. We blew it. Is that cool? D- no. But we, we knew the answer to that yeah. when we set out on this. Yeah. Oh, this is for, okay, what is this for again? Oh, yeah, our podcast. <laughs> Why we were not selected. Uh, so I don't get it. Why were we not selected? But John, you've got some big news. Well... Daddy got nominated. Daddy's little music band, Binley Hardware Company, did get nominated for Best Country Band. So, vote for us, please. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, wait a second. So, what specific... I haven't seen this. I'm a bad friend. What Mm. specifically was nominated? Binley Hardware Company. Binley Hardware. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A more deserving band does not exist. When are you taking that bat for Daddy? Cast your vote and... Yeah, do the right thing. Yeah, no. Hey, everyone, seriously, John's band is sick. Go out there. Do you know what you win? Vote. Do you no, know what you win? do you win? You win a discounted rate for advertising in the city paper. Is that true? Yeah. And you know what I'm going to do if we win? What? <laughs> I'm going to take a big <laughs> advertisement out, and it's going to be Sophie Maslov's face, yes. right? And it's her at a, in the in the community bringing people together okay. in homage in homage to right beloved mayor and on, and on the lapel of her of her jacket right very where, s- where it would say very like, small yeah very small okay it's gonna say f*** you <laughs> Billy Hardware yeah. and then it'll be a link to our podcast well John I hope it goes well yeah John I don't have a core memory from this place but I bet if I lived out 51, I would. Mm. Century 3 Mall to be condemned. Ah. Uh, yeah, what's been going on? They're like, let, they like let it go for a while, right? It's just been like empty, but people like cool punk rockers could go in there and hang out. Was that Exclusively the thing? cool yeah. punk rockers. Like, I think it's part, if you win best of city paper, they let you slap yeah. around in the Century 3 Mall for three hours. I think if you've ever like punked a dude in Crocs. At Gooskies before, and like made him feel like shitty about himself. <laughs> I think you automatically get your ticket punched to like lie to people that you hopped a train and hang out at Century Three Mall. Look, I I thought this was going to happen during the pandemic or like after the right after the pandemic when people realized like um, industrial and office space was no longer it's required. Yeah. I thought I thought for sure like Century Three Mall was going to get uh, bought by some prepper. Right, and they were going to have outrageous paintball and airsoft tournaments in there, which would be sick. Paid zombies, like people who dress up as zombies six days a week. Right, maybe that creates zombieism. That's like, how it will happen. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. I thought that was going to be a layup. Mm. Thought about doing it myself, but then I realized no real skills or motivation. Right. So Plus, I you've got the podcast. Right. There's no good segue into this, but John, have you? Have you heard these uh, original Mattress Factory radio commercials lately? Uh, I've heard some. Are there... Uh, refresh my... What's happening with them lately? So, so the thing about these these original Mattress Factory commercials is they take a lot of liberties in assuming, like, what people, like, 
consumers know right about mattresses yeah their, their whole thing is like we're gonna take you behind the curtain yeah right right like at yeah. the original mattress factory it's like you know there's a lot of charlatans in the bedding industry You're right like, are there yeah. i didn't i had no idea <laughs> you know the, the traditional markup for a mattress is 68 percent. it's like huh what what they like they're so in and i guess this is a testament to them yeah they're so into the mattress game that they don't realize the average person shops for a mattress like four times in their life right the layman less if you're a slob yeah <laughs> memory foam yeah Comfort gel? Waterbed? You ever... I had a waterbed. Did you? Mm-hmm. For many years. Really? I'll say I had a waterbed from like... I'm being dead serious Seriously? right now. From second grade until I went to college. Being Dude. dead serious. Wow. That's cool. I man. don't think... I didn't sleep any better. Like thinking back on it, like I don't have severe back problems now. Like right. I would love to be invo- involved in a class action lawsuit against a waterbed company. Aren't they supposed to be better for you or they're bad for your back? I don't know. It's, I mean, I was, I was young and supple. I could have slept hey. on a, Hey, you're still supple on a stack of rocks <laughs> and been fine. You know, do you think I should get, should I get back in the waterbed game? I'm going to try to find one. But I'm going to fill mine with Code Red Mountain Dew. That would be f***ing cool. Right? Take a little sip. That would be extremely cool. Yeah. The carbonation wouldn't work well in there. I'm telling you this is like I'm telling you, I'm telling you this is a 10-year waterbed. It would go flat if it owner. Yeah. I don't know. But you don't know. It's like a biodome in there. It's like a biosphere. My dad actually put krill in my waterbed. Really? A little shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of keep it clean because when it was photosynthesized right, the there algae, algae yeah, in there. yeah they don't see look it's like a pool there's a lot of maintenance that goes into a water right. bed yeah three hours a week you're scrubbing you have to go inside the mm. water bed dude bring back water beds <laughs> all right here's the logo okay it's jeff goldblum okay on a water bed doing the sexy pose doing the sexy jurassic pose park. from jurassic park yes just just on the rim of his glasses okay ever so tinily mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect that's it it's a new it, here so we pivot from the podcast we pivot from that naturally to a lifestyle brand that's what this was this Dude, is leisure wear untitled pittsburgh sports comedy podcast was two dudes driving to Glenshaw uh, and then made the natural transition to copyrighted images that say <laughs> fuck you somewhere <laughs> Can't believe no one thought of this. What's not to like? That's going to do it for this episode. Huge shout out to Lineberg Studios up here in Glenshaw. Check them out. LineburgStudios.com. Huge shout out to our producer Ben Stonium. Hey. We're going to make sure we cut him in. You'll be a full one third partner on this new lifestyle venture. You will be liable. <laughs> Also, you will also be the fall guy. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.